0: GOP, how many people at Twitter can have me arrested for crimes they framed me for, cost me my career, my family, and throw me in a dark hole for the next 30 years? How many people at Twitter have that power? Let me give it away for you. Zero people at Twitter have that power. Even Elon Musk doesn't possess that power. However, many, many people at the Federal Bureau of Investigation do very much have that power, and there's every indication that that is exactly what they want. I don't need Twitter hearings. I need FBI hearings. I don't want to hear another word about Twitter employees being called in front of a Republican Congress. I don't give a crap about a bunch of communists who work at Twitter. I want to know who at the Federal Bureau of Investigation is going to spend the rest of his or her life in prison for taking his position of power at the FBI and abusing the American people with it. I don't want hearings. I don't want this. I don't want that. I want to know when the trial. A trial date is set for the people at the FBI who think that it's their duty to politic on behalf of Democrats. Not hearings, not resignations, not he's getting fired. I want to know a trial date. When's the trial date for James Baker? Does that name sound familiar? Oh, it should. He's the one who lied on a FISA warrant to get permission to spy on Trump, that alone, that alone should have put James Baker in federal prison until the day they bury him in the ground. That alone, but wait, there's more. Okay, let's let's unpack what the big news out there is right now. The Twitter files, that's what everyone's calling it. The Twitter files. Now, you're probably not even on Twitter. I know that because I look at the percentages of society that's on Twitter, and most people are not. So allow me to do a brief explainer. Twitter is simply a social media. Most people use it on an app. You can go to a website, but it's an app where you just post, post, post whatever you want. It's real, real short. It's supposed to be short. The brevity of it is what it is. But it is, whether you're on it or not, a hugely important thing now for sharing information and communicating with other people if you don't use it fine i'm not encouraging you to use it i do but it's fine if you don't don't worry about it you're not missing out but you should know it is important because important people think it's important and here's what i mean by that let's say you're not on it. fine joe biden is world leaders are the fbi is the people who bring you the news they are entertainers athletes educators the people who lead the cultural institutions of society are on it and they think it's important so whether or not you do where i do i really don't but whether or not we do whether or not we agree it is important now what happened leading up to the 2020 election It's not exactly breaking news social media companies like twitter and facebook chose to censor a horribly damaging story for Joe Biden. This would have dropped in October, right before the election. Hunter Biden is not only a cracked out mess... Hunter Biden is involved in corruption with apparently several countries all over the world. And if you believe the information that has now been verified on the laptop, his father is as well through Hunter Biden. Kind of a big deal. So Hunter Biden gets hammered on who knows what, takes his laptop to a laptop repair shop, leaves it there, and the way the rules work, if you leave a laptop in a shop for too long, it becomes their possession and everything on it becomes their possession. So Hunter Biden, who apparently likes to record with his phone, every bit of criminal activity he's ever committed, brought his laptop full of that activity into a computer shop, and then probably forgot. He forgot. He left it there. Okay. That catches you up. Now, what actually happened? Well, Elon Musk bought Twitter, and Elon Musk decided in order to restore trust, he's very correct about this. I wish all our institutions would do this, by the way. In order to restore trust, you need to open the books and show everything that's been wrong, everything that's been done wrong. You do that's the only way to earn trust back is open up the books and he said let's open up the books and figure out exactly what happened in 2020 with the hunter biden story i mean twitter censored the new york Post's twitter account the new york post one of the oldest publications in the country the the twitter just said oh you can't have it anymore just cut them off they cut people off from sharing it privately it's an amazing bit of censorship and elon musk decided to give a journalist by the name of matt taibbi the twitter files twitter emails all this stuff he now owns internally okay so we know twitter censored all this stuff we know twitter censored the story censored anyone who tried to share the story and that's 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 a big deal don't get me wrong i'm not going to dismiss that as being a big deal the federal government working with twitter or even just the democrat campaign, because it was joe biden's campaign at the time working with twitter to censor out information that's damaging to joe biden on a platform where people get and share their news it is a big deal but i will argue this contrary to probably everything you've heard and seen today it is not the biggest deal of this story not by a mile yes twitter matters yes twitter's important yes it's how people get and share information all that's important yes it's bad that they work with democrats because they're all staffed by democrats it's not nearly as important as the malfeasance at the FBI and the FBI's involvement in it. I actually saw the GOP today as they're already threatening out there to, they're going to hold hearings! We're going to have hearings and, and everyone at Twitter is going to be brought in! Okay. Um, GOP, how many people at Twitter can have me arrested for crimes they framed me for cost me my career, my family, and throw me in a dark hole for the next 30 years. How many people at Twitter have that power? Let me give it away for you. Zero people at Twitter have that power. Even Elon Musk doesn't possess that power. However, many, many people at the Federal Bureau of Investigation do very much have that power, and there's every indication that that is exactly what they want. I don't need Twitter hearings. I need FBI hearings. Yoel Roth used to work for Twitter, and this is what he said, quote, I was told in the meetings, these are 2020 meetings leading up to the election, by the way, I was told in these meetings that the intelligence community expected that individuals associated with political campaigns would be subject to hacking attacks, and the material obtained through those hacking attacks would likely be disseminated over social media, including Twitter. I also learned in these meetings there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. Okay, let's pause here for a moment. Let's pause here for a moment the intelligence community approached Twitter and told them that there was a Hunter Biden story coming. And they told them it would be a hack and leak story, even though it was not hacked. It was nothing like that at all. They told them it was coming. And I I want to make sure you do understand this because you do remember, this got a bunch of play. We played it on this show. You remember when Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook went on Joe Rogan and said, yeah, the FBI approached us
1: is the FBI, I
0: think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. You heard that. But what you may have missed from Joel Roth of Twitter or Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook was this very, very, very important point. The FBI approached Facebook and Twitter and obviously told them to censor the Hunter Biden story. That alone would be bad enough because it appears that the Federal Bureau of Investigation now works for the Democrats and against Republicans. But wait, it's actually much, much worse. Remember, Miranda Devine joined us, and she's going to join us again here in a few. Miranda Devine joined us and informed us the FBI approached Facebook and now apparently Twitter before the story came out and told them it was going to come out which means not only is the FBI working on behalf of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party and against Republicans, The FBI is apparently collecting so much information on American citizens that they can find out a damaging story for Democrats is coming ahead of time and then they will take the steps necessary to make sure the story never sees the light of day. I don't wanna hear another word about Twitter employees being called in front of a Republican Congress. I don't give a crap about a bunch of communists who work at Twitter. I want to know who at the Federal Bureau of Investigation is going to spend the rest of his or her life in prison for taking his position of power at the FBI and abusing the American people with it. I don't want hearings, I don't want this, I don't want that. I want to know when the trial date is set for the people at the FBI who think that it's their duty to politic on behalf of Democrats. Not hearings, not resignations, not he's getting fired. I want to know a trial date. When's the trial date for James Baker? Does that name sound familiar? Oh, it should. He's the one who lied on a FISA warrant to get permission to spy on Trump. That alone, that alone should have put James Baker in federal prison until the day they bury him in the ground. That alone, but wait, there's more. He was Twitter's deputy general counsel at the time. Here's what he said. I support the conclusion that we need more facts to assess whether the materials were hacked. At this stage, however, it's reasonable for us to assume that they may have been, and caution is warranted. There are some facts that indicate the materials may have been hacked, yada, yada, yada. When is James Baker going to prison? That's what I want to know. I don't care about Twitter hearings, and we're gonna haul this Twitter employee in front. I want to know when James Baker goes away for the rest of his life. I want to know when the more than 50 former intelligence officials, high-ranking ones in the United States of America, immediately and publicly came out and told every media outlet out there that this was Russian disinformation. Do we have an intelligence community that now works only on behalf of the Democratic Party and against Republicans? And if the answer to that question is yes, and there is every indication that the answer to that question is, yes, guess what? There is nothing more important happening within the borders of the United States of America that ends the United States of America unless that problem is fixed. So once again, I need to stress this. I don't give a crap about Twitter employees. I care about the Cheka. I want to know what's being done about the Cheka. You realize when the New York Times runs ridiculous propaganda like this, they do this with information leaked to them from the Cheka. Biden secret emails. A really fishy story. The Post claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence.
1: Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence intelligence operation. For all we know, These emails are made up. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmarks, rather. All the hallmarks of a Russian. Russian. Russian disinformation.
0: Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right-wing
2: media machine.
0: Creeped out yet? So let me just... Put a bow on all this with this we have evil tyrants in this country many 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 evil tyrants in this country we have democrat after democrat after democrat feeling totally comfortable now running to the television every chance they can get and explaining very clearly that they don't believe your rights first amendment second amendment doesn't matter the amendment they don't believe your rights are absolute at all
2: no amendment is absolute you can't falsely scream fire in a crowded theater
0: second amendment is not absolute when it was passed you couldn't own a you couldn't own a cannon so the democrats are now A tyrannical party that believes, I mean realize what they're saying when they say no amendment is absolute, your first amendment is an absolute, what they're saying is there should be laws against what you are and aren't allowed to say here in the free United States of America, and now it appears that the federal law enforcement arm not only agrees with them on your first and second amendment rights, it appears they intend to very much be the hands, feet, and gun of enforcing the limits on your rights. I don't give a crap about Twitter. I care about the FBI. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. The great Miranda Devine and her wonderful Australian accent are going to join us next. Before we get to that, we're gonna get to this. the threats
3: that the FBI uh, has alerted our companies and the public to was the possibility of a hack-and-leak operation in the days or weeks leading up to this election.
0: The possibility of a hack-and-leak operation, huh. Joining me now, the great Miranda Devine. I recommend you check out Devine online. Also, she's the author of the book you should read if you want to understand what's going on right now with this Hunter stuff, laptop from hell. Miranda? Okay, I think people get confused about the time frame of everything. I was confused until you clarified on the show. So for those who missed it the first time, when did the FBI approach Facebook and Twitter about the Hunter Biden laptop story?
3: Hi, Jesse. Well, the FBI was having meetings throughout the lead up to the 2020 election every week with Twitter, with Facebook in San Francisco. And uh, that was during those meetings. We know that they basically pre-bunked our story before it came out in October. They were telling Twitter to expect a uh, hack and leak operation by state actors, meaning Russia, uh, likely involving Hunter Biden, likely to happen um, in October. And of course, that was when our story came out, October 2020, our Hunter Biden laptop story, which implicated Joe Biden in the family influence peddling scheme and would have been very detrimental to his campaign.
0: Okay, Miranda, I, I have to ask, did they have some sort of a crystal ball at FBI headquarters I wasn't aware of? I guess maybe you should clarify for everybody. How would they possibly have known that you had a Hunter Biden story coming out?
3: Well, they were spying on Rudy Giuliani throughout 2020. The FBI had a covert surveillance warrant on him since about a month after he became President Trump's personal lawyer, uh, going on for two years. And that encompassed the period when uh Mac MacIsaac, the computer repair shop guy who gave the laptop to the FBI, Uh, He was emailing Rudy Giuliani because he was concerned that the FBI had buried it. Uh, And he sent in August of 2020 an email with chapter and verse about his concerns with what the material on the laptop about Ukraine in particular and national security problems that he saw that Joe Biden would have because of the millions of dollars that flowed through to his family and their influence peddling Business overseas, which Joe Biden said he knew nothing about. And so the FBI would have had access to those emails from John Paul MacIsaac to Rudy Giuliani. And they also would have had access to my communications with Rudy Giuliani in October of 2020. Uh, in, in which they would have picked up that the New York Post was running a story and roughly when it would run. So the FBI knew what was going on. They also knew the laptop was genuine and not hacked material because they'd had it since December 2019. They knew that John Paul MacIsaac was a credible and honest man and because they'd interviewed him and they'd taken the laptop from him. Uh, they knew that Rudy Giuliani would get this story out before the election and they moved to make sure that as soon as it came out, it would be censored by big tech, and it was.
0: Miranda, I'm so unbelievably creeped out by the levels of corruption at federal law enforcement. Can we circle back to what, what you were talking about before? Weekly meetings. When did these weekly meetings start and what was the justification for that? That's such an odd thing. Hey, we're gonna have weekly meetings at Facebook. What's this all about?
3: Well, we know this from uh, two sources at least. So uh, most recently from the deposition given by FBI agent Elvis Chan to uh, in that lawsuit that Republican Attorneys General from um, both Missouri and Louisiana have brought against the Biden administration for exactly this sort of uh, censorship, collusion um, with big tech. Of various federal agencies, not just with the laptop, but also uh, to suppress any dissenting voices about you know, the COVID vaccines or the lockdowns, or even criticism of um, the Biden administration's botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. Um, so a very Orwellian operation. And this lawsuit is getting to the bottom of these First Amendment violations. And so last uh, week on Tuesday, it was the turn of Elvis Chan, the FBI. Agent from San Francisco who coordinated those weekly meetings. And he said, uh, in his words, they were weekly meetings. Um, But unlike Joel Roth, who's the uh, former Twitter uh, integrity uh, site integrity manager, um, who Joel Roth. Uh, wrote in a sworn declaration that at these weekly meetings uh, the fbi had said that there was going to be hunter biden material um, that it was a hack and uh, leak operation uh, by state actors aka russians so joel roth from twitter said that that's what the fbi warned them but in his deposition last week elvis Chan. Uh, didn't um, accord with that. He said he couldn't recall whether Hunter Biden was mentioned.
0: Couldn't recall. Yeah, I'm sure he can't recall. I'm sure he never took notes or anything like that. Okay, Elvis Chan sounds like a horrible human being. Are there other names at the FBI we should be aware of right now? Who are these names? Because I I keep feeling like the same people keep popping up, Miranda.
3: Well, funny you should say that. I think one of the integral people is a man by the name of James Baker. James Baker was the top lawyer at the FBI. (laughs) There you've got a photo of him. Uh, Throughout the Russia collusion scams, he was involved in everything from the, um, uh, you know, false Pfizer applications, uh, from the Alpha Bank fiasco, uh, the Steele dossier, you name it. Uh, james baker signed off on it Um, so after he was uh, forced out of the fbi because of these scandals um, where does he pop up he pops up at twitter as twitter's deputy top lawyer deputy general counsel he's still there uh, strangely elon musk got rid of most of the legal team but he kept on james baker and you wonder why and maybe The presence of James Baker explains why, even though Elon Musk said he was coming clean about the Twitter files, there was a curious omission, and that was any mention of the FBI's involvement, which we know occurred, thanks to Joel Roth. So maybe James Baker didn't want uh, Elon Musk to let that material out maybe elon musk doesn't know that that material exists maybe he doesn't know about the fbi he certainly should know now because uh everyone's been just screaming blue murder since the friday twitter files that there's a glaring omission and matt taibbi the substack journalist who was deputized by elon musk to disseminate this information on friday the twitter files he made a very curious statement he said there's no evidence that i have been shown Uh, of any federal government involvement. Well, that's just not right. So Matt Taibbi uh, just hasn't been shown that information. Why not? And he really should insist. Uh, I mean, Matt Taibbi has said on his substack that he had to agree to certain conditions with Twitter, but uh, leaving out the FBI's role should not be a condition that any journalist would ever agree to.
0: Frightening situation we have in this country right now. Miranda, we love you. Come back soon. Thanks, Jesse. I'll see you tomorrow.
4: Hello, America. I'm Mark Levin, and this is Life, Liberty, and Levin, and I'm finally here in the flesh. Two weeks ago, I had COVID. So we had a rerun, even though it was the greatest of reruns. And last week, of course, was Thanksgiving, and we had a special. But here we are together, and I want to thank you for being here. We have an incredibly important show tonight. We'd like to talk about democracy versus autocracy. This is what Biden says all the time. They said this election was about democracy, and if the Democrats don't win, we will cease to have a democracy, because all of us who oppose them, of course, are... Semi-fascists, whatever that means. Um, I'm here to prove to you that we are living under an increasingly threatening police state under the Democrats and Joe Biden. And in fact, what they are doing is so destructive to this society, I don't know if we can reverse course. You have Mitch McConnell in the Senate right now cutting deals with Chuck Schumer. He's not even focused on these things. And you have a number of Republicans, basically five, in the House of Representatives, give or take, uh, who are busy fighting over uh, the uh, silverware on the dining room table in the the cafeteria over there at the House of Representatives. Well, I'm here to talk about big issues and your liberty. The Democrat Party does not give a damn about the Bill of Rights. It does not give a damn about your liberty. In fact, it views you as an obstacle. That's why they keep talking about you, the deplorables, you, the semi-fascists, you... MAGA, and on and on and on, attacking tens of millions of Americans, hardworking, taxpaying Americans who do nothing but contribute to this country. So I want to go through some of the issues that are taking place uh, and that we need to be attentive to. About a month ago, the Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee put together a 1,000 page document with footnotes, attribution on the violations of your liberties and the violations of federal law by the Federal Bureau of Investigation under this Department of Justice. Here it is. Here it is. Right here. Two what we used to call Manhattan phone books of information, page after page after page after page. Am I the only one who's read it? Have you seen a news organization actually go through it? No. Now, you know, if the Democrats put something like this out, they'd be hanging on every syllable. They'd be citing every footnote. This is a crucially important document. And among other things, what they found was under Biden, the FBI is artificially inflating statistics about domestic violent extremism in the nation. The FBI is abusing its counterterrorism authority to investigate parents who spoke at school board meetings. We know this. The FBI has abused the foreign intelligence authorities to spy on American citizens including people associated with the campaign of President Trump in 2016. The FBI is clearing the Bureau of Employees who dissent from its woke, leftist agenda. Whistleblowers have explained how the FBI's political meddling in dragging the criminal side of the Bureau down as resources are pulled away from recent law enforcement duties. That's just the beginning of it. What else is going on in the Biden police state? Well, let's take a look from Fox. New DHS Disinformation Board documents reveal deep big tech collusion, and they contradict the sworn testimony of Mayorkas, the head of the DHS. Among other things, they were coordinating, meeting with, colluding with, if you will. Top executives at Twitter before Elon Musk took over, which is why they hate Elon Musk, of course. And they have a number of documents, including emails on this now, about the collusion between DHS and the big oligarch tech companies. And what were they doing? They were monitoring you. They were monitoring anybody who disagreed with the line coming out of the Biden administration. Monitoring you in violation of your First Amendment rights. The government's not free to use private companies as front organizations. What else? Even the ACLU, which we rarely hear from these days, surreal stingray secrecy, uncovering the FBI's surveillance tech secrecy agreements. The FBI has refused to confirm or deny if it has recent records about its practice of requiring local police to sign strict non-disclosure agreements prior to purchasing invasive cell phone tracking technology. But the FBI acknowledged imposing these non-disclosure agreements on local police and even recognized problems created by the practice. So what is the FBI trying to hide now? And do the Feds really not appreciate the irony of refusing to confirm or deny? The existence of secrecy agreements? What's next? We have here a peek inside the FBI's unprecedented January 6th geofence dragnet. Google provided investigators with location data for more than 5,000 devices as part of the federal investigation into the attack of the U.S. Capitol. They didn't get a warrant, not on any individual. Not for these 5,000. It's unbelievable what's taking place here. The FBI's biggest ever investigation included the biggest ever haul of phones from controversial geofence warrants, not normal warrants. Court records show a filing in the case of one of the January 6th suspects, David Ryan shows that Google initially identified 5,723 devices as being in or near the U.S. Capitol during the riot. And the filing suggests that dozens of phones that were in airplane mode during the riot or otherwise out of cell service were caught up in the the trawl. Nor could users erase their digital trails later. In fact, 37 people who attempted to delete their location data following the attacks were singled out by the FBI for greater scrutiny. And it goes on. These general warrants that are taking place. More. You've heard about Twitter. You've heard about Google. Let me tell you about Facebook. New York Post, the FBI has a politically one-sided surveillance partnership with Facebook under the apparent name Operation Bronze Griffin, according to this bombshell report that nobody's read but me, and apparently somebody at the New York Post. The report broadly outlines the FBI's alleged pro-Democrat political bias just days after revelations of a secret Facebook portal through which authorities can request the deletion of alleged misinformation from the world's top social media platform. Montana Attorney General concerned that FedEx and UPS may be tracking gun ownership for the White House. FedEx and UPS have changed shipping policy on firearms in a way that allows easy supervision and cataloging of sellers and buyers, Attorney General of Montana says. What? More. Former Fed President Government snooping on bank transactions over $600, a massive search without a search warrant. Remember this proposal? Well, they're still pushing it. And there's no guarantee that they're not already doing it. A massive search without a warrant of everybody who takes in $600 or spends $600. What do you think they need 87,000 new IRS agents for? This still might be going on And let me tell you something, even if it's not, they intend to do it. They intend to do it. What else? House Democrats now have Donald Trump's taxes, Treasury Department indicates. The Biden Treasury Department has now given the Democrats. In the final two or three weeks of their reign over at the House, Donald Trump's six years of taxes. Now, what are they going to do with that over three weeks? Oh, they have legislative issues. No, they don't. They're not doing anything legislative, they're spending money left and right like a a bunch of rabid Marxists. But that's all. What are they going to do with Donald Trump's six years of tax returns? They're going to leak them. They're going to leak them. So much for security and privacy. What do you think they'll do to yours? Also with Donald Trump, since when do you appoint a special counsel to investigate somebody who's announced for president in the opposite party? and at least now has the highest poll ratings of any other Republican. You pick an individual who went after a Republican governor and was reversed by the Supreme Court unanimously because of his tactics, his violation of the Constitution. You pick an individual who was involved in the attack on the Tea Party and conservative groups, edging on the IRS and Lois Lerner to go after them. That's the guy you pick whose wife did a documentary on Michelle Obama, and whose wife has contributed and mother in law has contributed heavily to the Biden campaign? I mean, over what? Documents? All the lies about nuclear codes being sold and distributed and so forth. The January 6 issue? You're using SWAT teams to go after former advisors to the president? You're, you're handcuffing them in public places? You're taking phones away from attorneys in violation of attorney-client privilege? Oh, the crime fraud exception. To investigate what? That Donald Trump was the head of some kind of conspiracy? On January 6th, when all he was doing was challenging the election, which presidents have done and candidates have done for God knows how long. They have no evidence that ties him to violence, and yet they're breaking every tradition, every rule, every tradition, every rule in this country, especially counsels to be appointed to investigate a sitting president or his family or his associations. Not the candidate who might oppose a sitting president. We have never seen this any time in our life. What else is this administration doing with its police state tactics? It is ordering the shutting down of oil drilling sites. Whatever happened to private property rights and limited government here? It is crippling refineries. It is eliminating pipelines. Wow. Sounds fascistic to me. Using regulations and red tape to prevent development and capital investment in fossil fuels. In fossil fuels, they're concentrating the control of government in the hands of left wing bureaucrats and politicians. Wow, that doesn't sound right to me. Does it sound right to you? No, I don't think so. And there's more the Biden administration takes aim at big chicken, they're investigating big chicken because the price of chicken is going up. Sure, that has nothing to do with the wild-eye spending in Washington and massive inflation. They're unleashing investigators against big meat. The meat industry, the chicken industry's price fixing, they have no evidence. Not even today. The meat industry's price fixing, they have no evidence. Not even today. But they're unleashing the feds against them. What else are they doing? They're doing a lot. They're unleashing the feds against pro lifers. It's unbelievable. They brought lawsuits against the state of Texas because they don't agree with their abortion policy, even though the states have authority now under the Supreme Court Dobbs ruling. This is what the Department of Justice is. It's the political enforcement wing of the Biden administration. Sues the Texas legislature and Texas government over abortion. Sued uh, Georgia and the Republican legislature when they were tightening up their laws, claiming that they were violating the Voting Rights Act. It was a lie. It failed. They're literally suing the state of Alabama for outlawing the use of these these various chemicals to prevent puberty and so forth with kids. They're suing Alabama to prevent it. In other words, any policy or political disagreement they have, they're sending in federal law enforcement, the FBI and the Federal Department of Justice to challenge them and to fight them. Now, Elon Musk, you see, Twitter used to be the plaything of the Democrat Party in the Biden administration. Biden announces that his relationship with other countries are worthy of being looked at. So he's sending a signal to the Department of Justice, investigate this guy. Of course, his press secretary says, we're keeping a close eye on Elon Musk's Twitter. What are you keeping a close eye on his Twitter for? You're worried about foreign entanglements? Then investigate Biden with a special counsel. How is it possible that he's sitting president, who has all these multiple ties and multi-millions of dollars from these foreign governments isn't under investigation by a special counsel. What else? Biden announces that the Department of Justice should prosecute those who divide the January 6th committee subpoenas, which is what they're doing. Again, he sends a message. I mentioned this earlier: Department of Justice ramps up charges against pro-life activists. This is Fox. Four last year, 26. This year, Department of Justice sues Texas over new abortion law. Department of Justice sues Georgia over its new voting rights law. And on and on and on it goes. If this isn't police state or a police state like, then what the hell is? You're not safe online. Your emails and your texts are not safe. Your communications with your lawyer, they're not safe. They're unleashing 87,000 new IRS agents, the same IRS that went after conservatives before. They're trying to put an ex-president in prison, violating every standard and tradition we've ever had in this country. They're using a civil war law that was used against Confederates, against individuals who broke into the Capitol building uh, in order to put them in prison for 20 years or more while they're letting out. People who used Molotov cocktails in New York City because they agree with their politics, the same justice Department. These are very, very trying times, and when we look at China and we look at Iran, we're very, very concerned about what's taking place in those countries. but we better start paying attention to what the hell's happening in our own country.: Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News' YouTube page and catch our hottest interviews and most compelling analysis, you will not get it anywhere else.
2: Elon Musk and the fight that he is in and the issues that surround him are at the heart of what is going to happen next. And the reason we know this is they involve almost everything that's happening from here uh, in politics to China. Uh, You know, obviously, Elon has taken over uh, Twitter. He fired a lot of the leftist censors who threw off completely harmless and I would say beneficial people like Jordan Peterson uh, and the Babylon Bee, the second funniest satirist on the Internet. Uh, They were thrown off because they wouldn't stand for the woke cabal who run the embedded government, big media, big Hollywood, the universities, or as they call themselves, the resistance. (laughs) I don't know who they're resisting. They're resisting us. They're resisting individuals. Uh, They're resisting the weak because they are the powerful. Uh, Elon returned uh, Donald Trump, the former president of the United States, who should never have been a former president. He was an acting president at the time they took him off. Twitter, he should never have been taken off Twitter. That is an absolute uh, violation of our belief in free speech. And this stupid, stupid argument that it is a uh, private business and therefore it has the right to knock off anyone it wants is just a stupid, stupid argument. It is too big, too rich, too powerful, too much of a central uh, area of communication to set for po- political ideas to be censored on it. So now a lot of powerful oppressive forces are stopping, trying to stop uh, Elon Musk from doing what he's doing every single day. The press, who should be the defenders of free speech, are announcing that it's in chaos, it's going to fail, and he's a terrible person. He's allowing Russian disinformation. None of which is actually happening. Uh, and and of course, as as the left is doing here, and by the left, I mean the American administration. Same thing is happening is in China. Obviously, right now there are all these protests going on in China. Basically, after inventing COVID with the funding help of Anthony Fauci, uh, they locked down the country. And the reason they did this was because uh, Xi Jinping was consolidating his power. He was overriding the term limits so he could become a Maoist dictator for life. And he didn't want anybody on the street while he was doing that. But they said it was going to curtail COVID. It's not curtailing COVID. It's hurting the economy. It's actually made people more likely to get COVID now that it's morphed into the easier Uh, to catch Omicron variant, they don't have any uh, antibodies against it because they've all been locked away for so long. There was also a fire uh, in a remote western part of China where many of the oppressed Muslim Uyghurs live, and they got out some audio onto social media of people pleading for their lives, but the firemen took three hours uh, to control the fire, and the people there believe it was because of the lockdowns, and that started nationwide protests. And there have always been protests in China, but these are linked up. They are directed directly against the Communist Party, directly against Xi. And that makes them very different. And part of these protests are being supported through and maintained through Elon Musk's Twitter. Uh, Musk has helped Ukrainians, you know, in their fight against Russia by supplying them with his internet technology, Starlink. Uh, but they're also using Twitter. Now, Twitter's banned in China, but people get on it through these masked VPNs and they send out messages to a kind of central guy, a guy with a big following, and he sends that following, uh, he sends his messages out to the West and the, protests are spreading into the West, where people who care about China are actually gathering, uh, demanding more freedom, demanding the lockdowns come to the end. And the Chinese dictators are very, very concerned about uh, Twitter being used to spread speech. And they're looking to act against Twitter. So here's a a Chinese spokeswoman uh, who's been challenged by a Western newsman about these attacks on Twitter. There's cut one.
1: When
0: you say that you're going to be monitoring some of the speech on there, if you see something that you don't like, would you try to shut Twitter down?
1: So look you know when you when you talk about monitoring you know it is uh, I, I hate to break it to you Peter just like everybody else, we very much monitor the news. We pay close attention to everything that you all are reporting and and Twitter's in the news a lot. And so that's what we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to what is in the news and what is being reported on uh, on the misinformation that's out there. Let's not forget there's groups like NAACP, the Anti-Defamation League, and the public health leaders have been very vocal about their concerns as well. So, yes, we are uh, reading what you all are, are writing and, and looking at what you all are reporting uh, about the misinformation uh, that is out there. But, you know, I would hope that all Americans, uh, including social media, media, Media companies, civil rights organizations I just laid out, (laughs) including Fox as well, will agree that uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to uh, to, uh, you know, call out hate speech and misinformation.
2: Okay, my mistake. That wasn't a Chinese official. That was actually the White House spokeswoman. Uh, But same difference, right, because they all they're all threatened uh, by anybody coming on and by free speech. They're threatened by free speech. And the reason they're threatened by free speech, if you follow this logically, no matter where you stand, if you follow this logically, There's only free speech and the speech of the powerful. There is only free speech and the speech of the powerful, the only two kinds of speech there is. Because if somebody is shutting speech down, it stands to reason he has the power to do that. And if you think powerful people are going to allow speech that threatens their power, you know nothing, nothing zero percent about human nature. Powerful people will preserve their power at all costs, even if they're duly elected. Uh, It is just not. It's just an illusion that powerful people behave well in this country because for so long we've had elections that threaten them if they behave badly, that threaten to, to take their power away if they behave badly. There's only free speech and speech controlled by the powerful. And that is why speech has to be free in order for people to be free. And this is tough on Elon Musk, because remember, Elon Musk is fighting with China, helping the protests in China. But Elon Musk's cars, the Teslas are assembled in China, and that's a a huge market for him. So when they criticize him, when they criticize Elon Musk, it has a chilling effect. It's a threat. It is a threat when the powers that be you know, talk about Elon Musk and say he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Here's a Chinese official. You can hear the veiled threat. Another this is another Chinese official making this veiled threat against Elon Musk Is cut five.
1: Republicans say that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think
3: that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. That wasn't a Chinese official. That was uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, But same difference. Same thing, right? Picking on the people uh, who would threaten their speech. Because she's not picking on Jeff Bezos, who is one person who can control Amazon and also controls the Washington Post. She's not picking on Tim Cook of Apple. And Apple is a real problem. Now, Recently, Elon Musk accused Apple of threatening to take Twitter off the App Store. Then they met together, and Elon Musk retracted that. I don't know whether he was saying it never happened or he talked him out of it. We just don't know. But now he says that Tim Cook is not threatening him. Uh, But in fact, Apple is against free speech. They are against free free speech. Tim Cook made a big speech that I played on this show, part of which I played on the show, where he was going to expel so-called hate speech because he was the guy who should make that decision. You you don't think he's against free speech? Try and find that speech today. You can't. It's been expunged from the Internet because he knew what a fool he made out of himself, what a pompous fraud he sounded like, especially while he was running slave labor camps uh, in China and while he was saying stuff like this about China to keep the China markets open.
0: China's done an unbelievable job of lifting people out of poverty. They've done an incredible job, I mean, far beyond uh, what any country has done we were talking about 19 mid 90s to today the biggest change is the number of people that have been pulled out of poverty by far and we should all applaud that and we should all feel good about it and so there are in in the environmental leadership today is very clear, and it aligns completely with Apple's values. The, the Chinese uh, the uh, China- environmental leaders, yes, government. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're very fixated on on uh, doing the right things to avert climate change, and this is something that means a lot to us as mm-hmm. well.
2: So when he says his values are aligned with China's, he's, you know, he's a man of his word. He, just, he puts his money where his mouth is. He's helping the Chinese suppress the Chinese protesters by rigging the iPhones, the new iPhones, which uh, have a system... You know, I won't go into it, but it's a system that helps connect other iPhones. But the Chinese version of it, you can't do it. You can only do it for 10 minutes, and that is keeping people from spreading the word of the protest. So Tim is out there really helping uh, his friends, the Chinese, because their values along with his, namely the powerful should oppress the weak. Now, luckily for us, our American government so committed to free speech, so committed to freedom of action and free protest, uh, of course, of course, is not going to bother Elon Musk about allowing more speech. It's going to bother Apple about suppressing speech. Uh, Here is John Kirby Kirby from the National Security Council being interviewed uh, by Fox's Martha McCallum.
1: Why not say something to Apple? Because we were just told the other day that the White House is
2: keeping an eye on Elon Musk and Twitter. So why would you say that from the podium? You didn't say it, but Kareem Jean-Pierre said it. And not call Apple out for helping the Chinese government
1: to suppress their own people's ability to communicate. Again, I think we've been very clear and consistent on this, uh, certainly publicly. We've been very open about uh, our desires to be able
4: to see citizens communicate. Uh, and, and, you know, Apple, uh, if this is a decision that they're making, then uh, they should have to speak to that. But uh, we, you know, we're not we can't and we aren't in the business of of telling private companies how to to execute uh, their their initiatives. Yeah, But Twitter's uh, a private we, company,
2: too. So why is Twitter getting one treatment and Apple's getting another is my question.
4: Well, these are completely two different circumstances you're talking so? about the potential well you're talking about the uh, the potential for perhaps uh, foreign investment and involvement uh, in the management of twitter that's a different issue than what we're talking about here, which is a business decision by Apple with respect to how one of their uh, applications is being well, utilized. certainly Those they're getting influenced
1: by, the, by a foreign government, but, uh, and that government is China. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, all right, I got that wrong too. In fact, we're doing nothing to stop Apple from suppressing protests, but we are, our government is in fact bullying uh, Elon Musk. Listen. Yeah, you know, I was watching Martha's face there. It's very funny. I'm sure a girl as uh, beautiful as Martha McCallum has been lied to by a lot of men. And you can tell she knew that it was happening there. Uh, you know, the U.S. Is, has been suppressing the news here. We knew know that government officials told Facebook to suppress the Hunter Biden story. Uh, and Google obviously has been working with the uh, deep state to suppress the kind of information we get. If you search certain things, you do not get them. I have to go on Duck, Duck Go to get the kind of uh, information that's not geared toward supporting the left wing. Uh, and Elon Musk is base, has basically uh, released, it says he's going to release in-house Twitter communications that, in his words, show that Twitter interfered in elections. Those are his words. It interfered in elections. And obviously, he's talking about the suppression of the Hunter Biden news as well as other news. You know, Elon Musk, talking about relying too much on the free market, uh, Elon Musk can't save us from what is happening in this country. They turn against free speech, which is a direct result of the dishonesty of the left. They cannot have anybody say the emperor isn't wearing any clothes, so they have to shut down the little boy who says, oh, look, the emperor, emperor is naked. That's why they can't—they don't believe in free speech anymore, because all of their ideas are untrue. It's not true that a man can become a woman. It's not true that uh, you know government help actually raises people out of poverty. It's not true that more government is going to make us more free or happier or anything like that. So they lie. They cannot let anybody say that they're lying. And so that's why they are suppressing uh, speech. And Elon Musk can't do anything about that alone, but he can act courageously. He can act courageously to show the way so that we we understand, so that the voters understand left and right, because this isn't a left and right issue. It's, it, I mean, it's a left and right issue, but it's not a Democrat-Republican issue. He can show the way so that we see the hypocrisy of the government. We see that the hypocrisy in Washington is China light right now. It's, it's not China. If, of course it's not, but it's China light. And when he shows that we can relearn our principles, and as we go forward, we can recommit ourselves to free speech. I think it's going to take regulation. It's regulation that gave social media the power that it has. It's regulation that can take it away. Speech, should be regulated to ensure that all opinions are represented it can be regulated it should be regulated the government the first amendment protects us from the protects us from government attacks on free speech but the government is instituted among men to guard our God-given rights, one of which is the right to speak freely. They should act against social media to make sure that social media cannot censor us anymore. Not going to happen, obviously, with the Biden administration because they are just China-lite, but it's going to happen in the future. We got to make sure that it does. Man, that was fantastic. you want more like that, like and subscribe. And also, please subscribe to The Andrew Clavin Podcast.